thank you for being here at um, Monica Campana series of uh, people helping people around the world and today we have a special guest all the way from Paris France we have Karen Drost who is going to talk to us about a very interesting topic um, first of all I want to know everything about your background how did you get into this uh, it's ayurvedic nutrition that we're going to talk about yes. um karen the floor is yours welcome thank you for being here thank you thank you very much monica for inviting me i'm i'm quite honored actually i've never done this before um yeah my journey into ayurveda um started over 10 years ago um that was when my then partner he got sick and um the hospital and the doctors they couldn't really find anything wrong with him so in the end it's they said it's irritable bowel syndrome which is uh, no fun if you're suffering from it um and um through a friend and and a friend of a friend in the end he went to see an ayurvedic doctor and she was able to help him quite a bit, actually. And it, I'd never heard of Ayurveda. So the way I'm wired when I hear something new and I want to know more about it, I want to know really a lot about it. So I ended up taking a course and that's how I became an Ayurvedic nutritional therapist in 2010. And... Um, now, what, what is Ayurveda? Because I hear about yeah, it and yeah. I read a little bit here and there, but what is it exactly? Ayurveda is, the, um, is a system of healing which finds its origin in, uh, on the Indian continent. It's uh, somewhere between 5,000 and 6,000 years old. Um, it's based mostly on experience, um, but uh, from that experience, they have created a, a theory which is called the Three Dosha Theory. And um, the doshas, um, the way I see them are like energies. Um, and they influence literally everything. D is in David, O, S is in Sam, H, A? H, A, one, yeah. Yeah, dosha. dosha. And there's three of them, thus the name three dosha theory. And they're called vata, pitta, and kapha. And, um, I don't know if you know, the, the Chinese, um, in Chinese medicines, they, they take your pulse, you know, like, like this, they put their fingers there. Well, they do that in Ayurveda too. Um, I'm, I can't do that because I'm, I'm only a nutritional therapist. Um, but if you go a bit up the scale in, in education, people actually learn how to take your pulse. And in that pulse, they can feel um, your constitution, which is made up of the three doshas. So that is... Everybody, um, so to speak, has the three doshas in them, but the relation between them is unique for everyone. So there's no two people in this world who have the exact same dosha makeup. And that's very important and very interesting because it means that healing a person or helping a person to heal is an individual thing. So you cannot say, you know, um, you, you hear people in Western medicine say things like um, breakfast is the most important meal of the day. My response to that is, as it is with everything, well, that depends. depends. Yeah. 
for example, in, in, in what I just said, um, if you're a, what is called a dominant kapha person, you're better off skipping breakfast. You shouldn't eat before 10 o'clock in the morning, really. And kapha people also are better off eating just two meals a day and not three. Contrast to that, vata people, they should eat five to six times a day. And then the pitta people are in between there. So it's this, it's, it's a holistic science. Um, in my view, it is a science, even though it may not have been um, researched by our Western uh, science. But still, there's so much to it. Uh, Ayurveda, it has uh, surgeons, it has uh, ordinary doctors, it has, it has all specialties that we know, uh, plus a couple more. Um, and it's based on this very old knowledge. So it's not something, you know, our Western science. 5,000 years of knowledge. Yeah. A lot of yeah. knowledge. Exactly. And it has been practiced, practiced for all those years. So that means something. You know, in, in, I'm, I'm, I've also an, another education in Germany. And there they say, he who heals is right. No matter what anybody... No matter what you do, exactly. If you as are long able as you heal. To, yeah, as long as you, you can help a person heal, you're in the right. Exactly. So um, it's... Wow, it's, and, and so you have a test, right? That people can... can yeah. Uh, yeah, in the website under we have it's on our website. Yeah. Yes, we, uh, and we people can find out just from a questionnaire what they are. Yeah, yeah, you can you can actually you can find dosha tests all over the internet. Um, most of them are, um, you know, they they just give a fairly good idea of your uh, constitution, um, but ours is a bit. It's a bit longer, more profound. So it, it actually takes you a bit of time to fill it in. Uh, I estimate between 15 and even 30 minutes for a person. And if, if, you, if you take it very seriously, I recommend that you do it with, for example, your mom next to you because she knows you best or maybe your spouse or I don't know, but a person who really knows you very well. Because I've um, noticed that when I go through this questionnaire with uh, clients, that sometimes they, they have an answer and I'm like, is that how you see yourself? Um, so yeah, but, but basically this questionnaire, it is what I use uh, when I work with people. It's my, my first and basic tool is this test. Um, and it's not as good as a, a pulse diag diagnosis, but it's, it'll get you there. Um, wow. so, so you yeah. work with clients one-on-one -on -one. you have, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah, I help, I help people uh, figure out uh, what is good for them nutrition-wise. And, well, I, I, don't, I don't do only nutrition, but that's my, my basic thing. Wow. Yeah. So, um, so the, the method, what is the method that you use? This is, this is how you, you actually start with this test. And then yeah, I, I, start, I start with a test and I ask people to uh, write a diary for seven consecutive days in which they... Um, jot down what they eat, when they eat, how much they eat, and how it makes them feel, both mentally and physically, because we have um, judgments about our food. For example, many people want, wish to lose weight, and when they eat chocolate, because they love chocolate, I can very much relate to that, um, they feel guilty. Mm. And um, in Ayurveda, and I think 
we all know this is true, um, your psyche is as, is as important for your health as your body. So if, if, if you mentally uh, punish yourself for what you've eaten, it won't be good for you. Um, so, but anyway, that's where I start. I want to have this diary from, from a person uh, for two reasons. One, it is a very good way to make a person aware of what they're actually eating and drinking because uh, we are we're very unaware of what we eat, most of us. We just stuff things in our mouth and we don't even think about it. We don't even chew them. We just, that's it. Um, so that's one thing, but more importantly for me, I need to know what my, what the baseline of a person is. So that's why I ask for this diary. Um, in my first consultation, uh, I go over this questionnaire with them, which is 39 questions. Um, plus of course I have some additional ones that are important for me. And then, um, we go into a, uh, I prefer to take people on a longer journey. Uh, several weeks at least, but preferably months, um, where we meet once a week or maybe once, once, once a fortnight. Um, and I will try to do my best to listen to them. I, of course, I will ask questions, but I mostly listen. And then I do suggestions. So based on the Dosha test, uh, I will create a list of food recommendations for a person. Uh, which is what we offer now. Uh, it's a paid service through our website for five euros. You can get your own. And in this list, there are just over 340 foods in 12 categories, nicely organized alphabetically. And for each food, there's an indication as to whether this is good, bad, or in between for you. And the bad ones are the ones um, that should be avoided, if at all possible, and anything is possible. The good ones you could eat all day, every day. And the in-between ones, which is the biggest category, there you have to really look at, there's a percentage written um, by it that indicates how many times a week you could maximum eat this food. So people can work with that alone, um, but yeah, it takes a bit of effort and education to, to, to use it that way. So what I do is I talk with people, I listen to them, and then I suggest to them a tiny little change in their diet. Um, an example that I often use is a person who drinks 12 cups of coffee per day. I don't know wow. how it is in America, but that wow, happens. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm originally from the Netherlands and we have this coffee culture and there actually are people who drink 12 cups of coffee a day. Wow. Well, if you hear this and everybody knows coffee isn't really good for you. Um, so this person doesn't need me to tell him or her that. But if I go in like, yeah, well, you should quit coffee. Yeah, it's never going to happen. They have to... I'm not helping them. Yeah. I'm not actually helping them. You make them feel worse. Exactly. So what I do is I go like, okay, you drink 12 cups of coffee. Um, meaning you're addicted to the caffeine also. How about you try to drink only nine cups of coffee a day? And then that person will go, I can do that. And that's the only thing we're going to do in this first week. We change only that, nothing else. I give them loads of information, we talk, we interact, etc. But that's the only thing we do in this first week. A week later, we meet again and I ask, and how's it going with, and she will go like, 
I only drank eight cups of coffee today. So she feels good about herself. She, she's making progress. She's successful. She re actually reduced by 33% her coffee intake. And that's a lot. So we'll leave the coffee alone. And we go into something else. I look at the diary that she gave me and I find something in there. And I, I, I do a lot of education. I think knowledge is power. If you understand what a certain food does with you, you have the opportunity to choose. You can choose to eat it or you can choose not to eat it. But if you don't know whether it is good for you or not, how do you, on, on what do you base your choice? And that's, many people have such difficulty uh, figuring out what is actually good for them and what isn't because we are overwhelmed with all this information from all these different gurus and people who come out with yet another diet that should uh, help you uh, heal everything, which it doesn't. Mm. So um, I'm not about, about direct success, um, but I do want people to feel good about themselves. And as long as you're not suffering from uh, something that's going to kill you within two weeks, there's no hurry. Yeah, it's a gradual so just, change. You have yeah. to... and, but the thing is that changing your any habit actually it's not easy in this way gradually you have to look at the long-term effect because after this first week we're not going back to 12 cups of coffee a day we're staying at eight and then we change something else and we change uh, something else and uh, and so on and so forth and then if you look after three months or six months or, or even a year the changes that you have made they are amazing and they weren't difficult it, it doesn't feel like, oh, oh my God, oh, how am I ever going to do this? No, not at all. And that's what I try to do with people. It's called the art of, art of Kaizen, which is Japanese, and which is just simply the art of small steps, wow. but cumulative steps. That's, that's very, yeah. very inspiring. And, uh, and I think this is the way to go. And this is the way to go when you want to change your, yes. your habits and... Yeah. And uh, so after doing this, this um, filling up this questionnaire, they get a list of all the foods that they can, according to their, um, their constitution, their yeah. uh, name, their qualification, I forgot the name. Yeah, their con constitution, their dosha makeup. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Wow. And how long are the programs? Uh, um, it depends totally on the person. Um, I, I offer a, a one month subscription or a three month subscription. You can pay by month and you can, you can just see how it goes. Uh, I also offer a 20 minute uh, free call, uh, so that, cause it's a very personal thing. Um, and there has to be, well, like a click or whatever you want to call it. So, so I offer that, uh, to people, they can, they can just jump on a call with me. Exactly. So now everything has been online, right? through yeah. Zoom calls, and this is yeah. how you um, yeah. see your customers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Probably yeah, not. Zoom or WhatsApp, or, but, but it's, we, we start out with Zoom, and it's people that I've really never met before. Wow. Because um, I've counseled quite a lot of friends too, and that's, you know, it's a bit... And uh, all over the world, basically. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, I do travel a lot, so I do meet people all over the world as well. Um, but for the counseling, you're, you, in the end, it's not necessary to be in the same room. Yeah. It's, yeah. As long as, uh, but you check on them daily. No, no, no. We, we have a, 
we have a weekly call for most people. Some of some people, um, you know, uh, so-called pitta people are people with a very very strong mind. Those are the people when once they get something in their head, they're like, okay, I'm I'm just going to do this. So they need less um, hand holding. Um, but it's up it's up to to the person. Uh, I recommend starting out with once a week, and and then because yeah, that's basically because you also have to get to know each other and get into a certain rhythm and also because my first um, advice for most people has nothing to do with the food itself. It has to do with your daily rhythm because people do not realize the importance of that. And that's what you have to do first. Um, and it's good to see each other then again after one week to, to see how it goes. And, and then you can go into some small details. Um, but it depends on, on the person actually. So, yeah, but I, I, I do prefer to take people on a longer journey and not just have, you know, one meeting and that's it. That may work for some, but um, since, since I work with these small steps, uh, it's easier to, to do a longer period. Yeah. yeah. So minimum, it should be minimum three, mo three months. Um, no, there's no two. I, I, I just spoke to one person today and we finished a two month um, period. And I said, well, I think you're basically good now. You can, you, you understand how to go about it. You don't really need me for the gritty nitty details. Um, but we decided to go on, on, a, on, a, on another schedule and, and once every 10 to 14 days. But that's more, um, it, it has less to do with the actual facts of Ayurvedic nutrition and more with that she likes to have a person to be accountable, accountable to. Accountable, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a more, more, more psychological thing. So. Yeah, you need someone who checks on you and says, okay, so what did you do? Did you do this? It's like your conscience. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But also someone who will just call you up and say, how's it going? Yeah. I do that too. Yeah, it's, like I said, it's very personal. So there has to be a click. There, there will now, be- Now you speak how many languages? Four. Four, you speak uh, English, French, German? English, French, and German, and Dutch. Yeah. Wow, wow, yeah. that's amazing. So you have uh, many customers from many different parts of the world yeah. <laughs> that you can read. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Now, um, have you ever been to, uh, to, to India? Like this Ayurvedic was born in India, no? Yeah. Have you ever been to one of those centers? Yeah. Or... Oh. yeah. At the beginning of this year, I spent a month in India, which was my first time. And to be honest, I was a bit disappointed hmm. from the Ayurvedic point of view. I thought, well, now I'm going to be in the, in the land of Ayurveda. There's going to be Ayurveda everywhere. Um, well, you do see a lot of Ayurvedic, uh, you know, you, you, if you cross a road or whatever, you do see a lot of uh, Ayurvedic uh, doctors uh, announced there. It's true, uh, especially where we were in Kerala. Um, but I hear from contacts that I have through uh, LinkedIn, for example, that actually um, they need to promote Ayurveda more in India itself. It's, it's not as mainstream as you might think. And also, I don't know, the, I, I get the impression that many uh, very good Ayurvedic 
uh, doctors, they go, they go away. They, they don't live in India anymore. Mm. And I think it has to do with the, um, the mindset of the people in India, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, that, uh, well, yeah, I think it has to do also sometimes with religion. Too. They, they, they don't believe that the change it's possible sometimes. Maybe yeah. they think Maybe. that you know this is how it is and it's gonna be like this for another yeah. time, you know, and they don't believe that they have the power to change. I think, I think that's one of them. Could I have be. many Indian friends, but yeah. they're all here. They all moved out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. have an American, you know, way of thinking now. Yeah. So I think that's why they, you know, if you have a a, a brain that wants improvement and wants to look you can't mm -hmm. you can't stay because maybe of, uh, yeah but anyway we diverted a little bit and uh, yeah. it's just very fascinating this um subject to yeah. me i would talk forever um let's see if there's anything else i think we covered pretty much everything so people can find you on your website how what's the best way to contact you well, just just go to the website and you will find in the menu there's a there's a contact form. Um, they can send you an email. They can send me an email, but if if they're seriously interested in uh, in in having a conversation, uh, they will also find a page through the menu um, where they can schedule a call. Perfect. Yeah. So first thing, schedule a call with Karen because uh, you know she's really going to. Um, I really believe that this is a way to, if you want to change something in your, if you don't like the way you are eating or what you're eating. Oh, well, then... actually my own, from my, my own experience, I can tell you, um, I don't know if you know about the disease uh, endometriosis. Uh, I heard of it. Yeah. Endometriosis is a disease where um, it's con it concerns mostly women um, because there is tissue from your uterus that is in other places in the body and it uh, results in in problems um, and mostly it results in pain mm. and for myself um, I started menstruating when I was 12 years old and it was always painful and my doctor told me yeah well just bad luck you're a woman you were that's born how it's going to be for the rest of your life yeah yeah and it it got worse over time it got so bad that um i would within 20 minutes of getting my period i would be in so much pain that i would vomit and lose consciousness and all at the same time and i don't know what it was absolutely horrible horrible and when i was 30 years old it got so bad that i was like this this can't be normal this isn't normal so i went to visit my my doctor and uh, he, he listened to me and he said like, hmm, sounds like you might have endometriosis. Hmm. In the end, that was what it was. Wow. I happened to have uh, two cysts big like this, one in each uterus, in each uh, ovary. So I needed an operation, which I had. Um, they took out the cysts and they found a lot of endometriosis uh, tissue um, floating around uh, say in my in my belly and i thought after this operation i was going to be okay and four months later i was back with my gynecologist but because it was all like it wow. was before pain 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 and then you changed your nutrition no no he started me on hormones oh, and for no. five years i took huge doses of hormones 
And that did help with the symptoms, but I, I didn't feel, mentally, I didn't feel too good about that. So it took me five years, but in the end I decided to stop that. And um, within a year, I was back with all the pain, etc. Nine years after my first operation, I had a second operation. And one year after the second operation, I was once again back at the gynecologist. And I said to him, okay, now you can take it all out. I don't want it anymore. And he was like, okay, yeah, well, I love operating. So if you really want that, that's no problem. But being only 40 years old, you will have to take hormones because of osteoporosis, etc. But he said to me, well, let's not jump to conclusions. Let's do an MRI first. And in the Netherlands, we have long waiting lists for everything medical. So uh, I was on a waiting list and it took six weeks to have the MRI, in between which I did some research on the internet and I stumbled across this endometriosis diet. So after the MRI, which confirmed that uh, I was in trouble, I spoke to the gynecologist and I said, listen, I want to try this diet first. I can always have another operation. I can always go back on, on hormones. But if this diet works, wouldn't that be wonderful? Um, I, I didn't really expect it to work. So what I did is I changed my diet overnight, radically, really. It was very, very difficult. But it worked from day one. Wow! Sure. What, was the, what was the main difference, or many things? Well, I was—I um, have always, or almost always, been a vegetarian already. I didn't eat meat. Uh, I stopped eating fish. Uh, I went on a completely vegan and also a completely pure diet. So no more processed foods, um, no Only more natural. animal. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. No wow. dairy. Uh, well, I'm no. telling you, I think this is the way to go. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing. Yeah. Well, we pass. We, I'm sorry, we have to keep it a little bit uh, below 20 minutes and we passed the okay. limit today. But um, okay. I'm we sorry. have to come back. You have to come back and because uh, I want to know um, more about, um, about you and, um, and uh, your amazing adventure and uh, journey, um, you know, helping people um, have a better life and a healthier life. Um, well, I'd love to be back. Yes. So Karen, thank you again. Um, we'll see you soon. And thank you everyone for, for being here another time. And um, I promise you, she's going to be back. Okay. <laughs> Ciao everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye, -bye. Bye, -bye.